laughing a moment. It is it's officially the first day of summer. summer solstice. It is happening. It is summer. It is up the in longest here. day of the year. No, it's twenty fourth, isn't it? Uh, no, today is the longest. Oh, yeah, day. Today is the longest. Summer day solstice of the year. is the longest day of the year. So yeah, yes, AKA what? Sunday fun day. No, no, no it's 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 a it's a Wednesday, it's a Wednesday. which is why we're here on the Media Vote Podcast. If you don't know what the Media Vote Podcast is, we are a podcast, hence the name. That covers the media. That's yeah. the name. Uh, um, that's movies, that's television, that's video games, and that's music. Not necessarily in that order. Uh, my name is Matt. His name is Mike. He's Matt. I'm Mike. Um, and yeah, what we always do here is we start with the weekend box office numbers. Wait, and I think that is the box office here. We, so, last week, Boo. as a, like a flashback here, last week... We discussed this, and Flashback. we knew that Cars, Cars was going to take it. We knew that Cars oh, yeah. Three was going to be your number one movie, and it is. But and we put a number out there. Uh, and a little too it far. It was close. Let's put a number out there a little too far. Yeah. Do you remember what a number was? I thought it was fifty. No, I thought we put it at a hundred. No, I thought we put it at fifty, because you were saying a hundred, and I'm like, no, and you. And, and, remember we'll have we'll have to watch the tapes but uh go, let's, let's go on the tapes i swear let's go to the tapes. i swear we said 50 and i took the under i thought that means you beat me by three. Oh, that's what i thought it was but maybe i'm thinking of a different week three regardless uh cars three is your number one movie with yep uh cars three is number one 53 million dollars 53 off of probably 150 budget so this thing not doing too good on uh, uh, its uh, first first outing. Not a great start for a Pixar movie. No. Um, and I think this is a third in a row, uh, and potentially fourth after this weekend, of, hey, sequel fatigue is real, guys. Yep. Uh, so that would be sequel t- fatigue from Pirates, sequel fatigue from Aliens, and sequel fatigue from Cars. Cars. And this and weekend, this we'll week- see how Transformers does. <laughs> In fact, starting tonight, we'll see where, how Transformers does. It will keep yes, going. Yes, it, it has a very rare Wednesday opening. Yeah. Which is weird. Because I actually thought this thing was coming out in July. But no, surprise. But no, surprise, it's a June release. This is now. Uh, Transformers is your big release next weekend, even yes. though it's technically releasing in the middle of this week. Yeah, so I, I was planning on going to the movies uh, yesterday yeah. to see Cars, because right. I want to see Cars. I want to see Cars. I started looking for what time it was playing. Yeah. Lo and behold, they had a screening for... And you saw Transformers. Transformers. And I like, saw well, both of them. guess might as like, well get, do both. Yep, yeah, might as well do both. So you got double cars. You got cars that done transform into things, and you got cars that are animated with eyes. Yes, but in the end, I got cars that were disappointing. All right, so, so let's start with our number one movie. What did you think of Cars 3? So, Cars 3, the trailers um, basically give the majority of the plot away, where it's talking yeah. about... Lightning McQueen, a.k.a. Owen Wilson. Lightning McQueen's legacy, because he's now the old guy on legacy. the track. Family. Panda, 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 panda. panda, panda. Uh, and he's now the old guy on the track, uh, basically up against all these youngsters. Yeah. Do hot rods. Yes, the hottest rods. Yes, the hottest of the rods. <laughs> the, they're, they're big, they're mean, they're lean. Uh-huh. They're coming for your girl. Yes. What? Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, basically, the majority of the movie just talks about how the Lightning Queen's basically the old guy. He's not that fast anymore. Yeah. He's uh, one and done, you could say. Times have changed. He, he's, yeah, times have changed. He's literally on his way out. I mean, in the, except, I guess this does Except sense. this does set up for a really good, what I thought they were going for, Rocky-esque moment. But is that not where they were go- Where they would... Where the old guy would come, would be Rocky Balboa, yeah. come out of retirement or right before retirement and show the youngsters what's up. That he may not be no spring chicken, but at least he can still has the heart of a racer. So is that not what happens? That is not what happens. Okay. I was severely disappointed with this ending. Um, Two thirds of this movie is good, but oh my god, that ending, it's... I see. I can see where they were going for it. I can see they set everything up for it. I just didn't like the direction they chose. That's fair. Um, I thought they could have handled it better. I thought they could have made it more about the racing than about 
the personality, I guess, or like the the characters. The characters. Well, I mean, I think that was the criticism about Cars Two, right? Is that it wasn't yeah. enough about the characters. No, Cars Two criticism was that it's too much about Mater. Y- yeah, I mean, I guess by that I mean the characters people care about. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you care about Lightning at this point because right. you, you should. At you least. should at least. It's the expectation. Yes, but by the end of this, I just I could see what was happening. Like halfway through the movie, I was like, "Oh, that's gonna happen, and that's gonna happen, and that's gonna happen." And maybe that's just me being movie, but I didn't like it. I I thought yeah. they could have done it better. I could have wrote a better ending. So this coming a decade after the original Cars. Yes. Um. Do you think they'll make another one? Um, depends on how toy sales do. <laughs> yeah, because everybody knows Cars is a merchandise merchandiser's dream. merchandising vehicle. Like, yes, it literally <laughs> is. It literally drives they make sales. A lot of <laughs> they make a lot of money on selling toys and um, t-shirts and other merchandise to young boys. It's big with young boys. It's a huge franchise. Yes. For Disney. So, um, yeah, I bet this will still be a really good uh, holiday season for Cars toys. Yes. But, but here's... Yeah, the, the movie is more of a question mark. The movie is more of a question mark because... Debut, who knows? Because while they don't really introduce a lot of new characters, the one main character that they do introduce is actually a female car. Right, it's the yellow lady from yes. the, the, the trailers. Though. Yes. Okay. It's a female car. Uh, so, interesting to see how those toys will sell. Is the girlfriend, the Miata, or sorry, not the Miata. I mean Bonnie Hunt? Porsche. Uh, from the first movie, yes. is she in this? Briefly. Briefly? Okay. Is it, are they still a thing? Uh, are they a going concern? Her and, the, and Owen Wilson? No. It, no? It sounds like they are a thing. Uh-huh. Oh, no, no. Oh, uh, not, not, not the new one. Uh, Bonnie Hunt. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it just sounds like they that's, are a thing. Yeah, still... Yeah, yeah, they're, but they're, she's not in the movie, like, at all? Well, no, she is. But, like, I think she has maybe, like, two lines of dialogue. Okay. Maybe three. So it's established that they're still together. Yes. So you see the car there, but she doesn't speak a so lot. So this new character is not a love interest for... No, it's not a love interest. Okay, good. It's strictly business. <laughs> strictly racing business. Yes, but because it is strictly racing business, yeah. it should drive... Yeah. But, but, to drive the story more in that direction. Yeah. And while it's, it looks like it's going in that direction, it then veers off and goes somewhere it else. It veers off? Yeah, it veers off the road. Yeah, it take, takes a fork, fork in the road? Yeah. Okay, so Cars 3, not so great. No. Um, I mean, it's an enjoyable movie. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, before, Cars 1's better. Okay, fair. Uh, before we get to Transformers, let's go through the rest of our top five here. Yes. So, uh, the, the rest of the top five... We have uh, Wonder Woman at number two with forty-one million. Yep, uh, that's uh, that's not a bad drop. No, especially for it's a third week now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Twenty-nine percent drop. Uh, two hundred seventy-five million domestically. Right. Uh, number three was Newcomer. All eyes on me. The Tupac movie. Yes, Tupac movie. Twenty-six million in its debut. Yep. The Mummy was at number four with fourteen million. Yep. Fifty-four percent drop. 57 total domestically, and rounding out your top five was your other newcomer, uh, 47 meters down, the shark movie. Yes. At 11 million. Yeah. So, uh, uh, two, uh, three out of five are brand new this week, yeah. which is pretty good. Um, but when your top five starts at 11 but, million. Yeah, exactly. And, and if your highest is, gross is 50. It's barely 50. Yeah, that's not super w- great, but also, yep. I don't know. It was Father's Day weekend. It didn't seem like those movies were Father's Day movies. Uh, funny enough, um, my uh, my boss took his father to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. But that movie is about beating up your father. <laughs> so halfway through, his dad turned to him like, don't read anything into this. <laughs> <laughs> it's an anti-Father's movie. It's an anti-Father's Day. <laughs> um, so now, okay, so next week. So now we have to, okay, so upcoming is Transformers 5. Yep. Uh, debuting. Uh, the last night. Today. Uh, tonight, yeah, I guess. The last night. The last night. Well, I saw it last night. No. The, the movie's name is The Last Night. Yes, I okay. saw it last night. Yes, I, I know. Yes, uh, but also debuting <laughs> this weekend, uh-huh. we have The Bad Batch okay. and The Big Sick. Um, 
The big what are these movies? Uh, these are throwaway movies because Transformers is <laughs> going to run over Yeah, everything. Transformers are going to be your number one. Uh, okay, we need a number the, one. The Bad Batch is uh, your anti-comedy, and Got The it. Big Sick is your love, your, your rom-com. Okay, 70? For Transformers? Is that what we're doing? Uh, yeah. That was the that, prediction. That good, yeah. That was the prediction I saw, was 70. Okay, yeah, let's put it 70 then. So, uh... uh I'll go... <laughs> Careful. Careful here. I get your leftovers. I know. I'll go higher. I'll go over. over. I'll just get a creep over. Okay, fine. Just get a creep over. We'll see. You already said it. It's in stone. All right. It's in podcast stone. It's it's a a podcast. So you're taking the over on 70 million. I'll take the under on 70 million. So we'll check back in. But now, tell us about... Tell us about some Transformers. Your thoughts uh, will be up on the site on Monday. Yes. But, uh, but what are your... Yeah, I'll, you, I'll throw the, the logo what's up your there. Brief we're going to talk about it. Yeah, what's your brief take here? Uh, Transformers, Transformers last night, or as I titled it, good night. Because, oh <laughs> my god, did they lose sight of whatever the hell this franchise Wait, was. Wait, I'm going to stop you right there. Did they ever know what this franchise was? Um... That being okay, according to <laughs> if you want to go off that, the first Transformers was actually a decent movie. I saw it and don't remember a single thing about it. So I remember that I that it was such a big deal and they did such a great panning shot of when the cars transformed <laughs> into robots, and it was like, yes, that's what I came here to see: but cars transforming into robots. Also, though, I recall uh, that that was super hard to follow. Because all the robots kind of looked like each other. Yeah. And the fighting sequence scene, scenes didn't make any sense. A little bit. Which is why from two well, onwards, the end, they made everybody from... super fluorescent colors. Yes. So that way you can bubbles. see. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know, But man. anyways. Anyways. Um, so this, so this, this movie introduces a little kid. Okay. Does nothing to the plot. Sure. This uh, movie also introduces new hotness. Of course, because it's Michael Bay. Yes. Who is... Doesn't drive the plot, the plot drives her. Uh, we're done with the car puns. We're not talking about cars anymore. Yeah, we are. The Transformers. <laughs> Which, that's the third thing about this movie. Okay. The lack of cars There's in this cars movie. in this movie? They stay in their Transformers robot for so long in this movie... Yeah. That they there's forgot whole, that they're supposed to be cars. Wait, so you're telling me that there's not a whole lot of transforming in this Transformers yes, movie? Yes, I'm telling there's not a whole lot of transforming. That's disappointing. They just straight up, like, skip the whole... New being a new car, I think there's only one shot. There's only one time a car ever transforms from like an old junkie car to a new car, and then that's it. I'm surprised one of them uh, didn't like transform into that uh, that Porsche that was on the Microsoft E3 stage. Yeah, <laughs> what a wasted opportunity. Uh, it's just, um, it's just overall bad. Yeah. Oh, by the way, King Arthur's real in this movie. King Arthur, the, the like the, yeah, Merlin's real in this movie. That okay. that whole Knights of the Round Table. All that stuff happened. That all that is apparently real in this movie. Did the Transformers cause magic? Is that what's yeah. the explanation? Yeah, that's, that's basically Transformers the, are magic. Yeah, I guess everything in Hasbro is magic. I yep, mean, that's everything. Right? Life is magic. Col- colon, Transformers. Transformers are magic. Tra- yes. <laughs> um, I mean, so just to walk you, they just have to rewrite. The Transformers uh, back backstory lore uh-huh. several times now, because first one it was just oh hey new Transformers they it was the first one was only Megatron, and then they had to say oh no wait for the second one they said oh no they've been here since the beginning of time. <laughs> then the third one it was like they've they said, been on the moon. Oh no, we've been on the moon since 19- yeah. we knew about this since nineteen sixty nine. Right. Then the fourth one they said oh wait but there's actually dinosaur Transformers. <laughs> So dinosaurs are actually Transformers. And then the fifth <laughs> one, not only do they say, oh, by the way, King Arthur was real, and the Knights of the Round Table was real, and they had Transformers, but also Transformers have been around since World War II. Wait, what? Yes. That's not the beginning of time, nor is that 1969. Can they make up their minds, please? No. There's a scene in the <laughs> middle of the movie where they explain that Bumblebee, one of the main characters of the movie... Was around in World War Two to help defeat the Nazis. <laughs> because of it sounds it crazy. Sure, but it is. It is crazy, but I 
That was a scene in the movie. Okay. Sure. Also, there's now baby Dinobots. I don't know where they came from. I don't know who they came from or what the... The mama Dinobot. Don't you know biology? Come on. Is that what you want to say? I have these no di- idea. That these, uh, that these Dinobots get it on to create baby Dinobots? I'd like to believe that. Yeah. So that's a thing in this movie. Yeah, this sounds like a disaster. Oh, oh, by the way, somehow Mark Wahlberg is considered the chosen one because of valor or goodwill or something. Sure, of course. I mean, why not? Yeah, have to bring him back to this. Because there has to be a reason for him to be the guy. Yep. And oh, uh, the brother about John Tutoro. Okay. John Tutoro. Yes. My neighbor, John Totoro. Yes. Yes. Because, um... Actually, I forgot why he was in the movie. <laughs> I mean, I know why he was sure, in the movie, but like his whole purpose could be written out. It was just an excuse to have him in the movie. Mm-hmm. Also, Optimus Prime isn't in the movie either. What? He's, he doesn't show up until about 60% of the movie is done. Why? And when he shows up, he's evil. But he's only evil for like 15 minutes. Until he's like, oh yeah, that's right, I'm good. You're my friend. Uh, uh, I've been betrayed. Let's kick some butt. This does not sound like a good movie. Oh, uh, by the way, they don't introduce any new Transformers. No? Uh, well, it's they probably do. For, for good. They do, but nobody memorable to where you're going to go and buy, buy the car or buy the toy. Yeah. Which, that's what this movie was originally established for. To sell transforming cars to, to kids. <laughs> or is it... Michael Bay to keep making movies because otherwise the studio wouldn't give him a big budget. I don't know. Billion dollar movies <laughs> just keep making billion dollar movies. Yeah, so I mean, I guess long story short here is that if you may, maybe if you're like in the mood for something real stupid, go see Transformers. But if you don't want to waste 13 bucks, maybe stay home. Yeah. That sounds like what's going on. Catch it when it's on. Uh, uh, HBO, Fox, uh, FX, yeah. or FXX. Yeah, catch it when they show it on repeat on FXX in like a year. Or, or two years when the new movie's coming years, out. Yeah. So yeah, uh, not yeah. recommending this. It's just overall uh, bad. But we'll check back in next week when it's your number one movie. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, do we have movie news? Oh, shoot, we have movie news. Movie news. Movie news. All right, so story number one is. Yes. Boom. This guy. Yep. Well, actually, there's well, two people in this picture, yeah. but one of them is the focus here. Yes. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson no. will be having a new movie <laughs> coming out. But that's a given. But the real story here is... Is the guy sitting next to him is none other than Mr. Three Names himself, Daniel Dave Lewis, uh, where... They're both three names, but yes. Well, yes. <laughs> so technically, there's six names there and two people. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of names. <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, Daniel D. Lewis will be retiring. Yes, from acting. Yes. So, um, yes, the multiple uh, Best Actor Academy Award winning actor. Uh, the um, most. Most winningest yes. Best Actor uh, in Oscar history yep. will be retiring and will no longer be acting. Yep. Uh, the man who brought us Link, who brought Lincoln back to life, uh, oh. winner of three Academy Awards for Best Actor in the lead role, yeah. on it quits. Uh, he does have one more film to be released this Christmas by the other man in the picture, Paul Thomas Anderson, hmm. and the movie will be set in the world of high fashion. Yeah. But it won't be Zoolander. It's all we know, yes. Yes. So, yeah, um, it, it's, it's, I mean, kind of disappointing, uh, I yeah. guess, but, I mean, it's also Well, let's put it this reasonable way. For a Last guy who's time these guys has. worked together yeah. was on Will There Be Blood. Right. No, which there was a great there will be blood. Not will there be blood. Uh, there, there it's not a question. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. There will be blood. It's not like he went up to the guy and said, can I drink your milkshake? He said, I drink your milkshake. Yeah. It's well, different. no, because I have the follow-up qu- <laughs> the question of, there will be Oscar? Uh, maybe, but, I mean, that would be kind of kind of sad if it's like... What do you mean? You go out on top. I know, but if... The kind you do of the Peyton Manning. I guess what I mean is it would be kind of predictable. If you do the they, Peyton Manning, you're on top. Yeah, I know, but if the right Academy the really gave them thunder. the retire, your retiring Oscar, that'd be kind of disappointing. But that's just me. Um, uh, you don't want the I'm going to retire Oscar? Yeah, unless, of course, he is really good in that movie and he does earn it. Yeah. Then fine. But 
Yeah. I don't know. That would be kind of boring to me. Okay, moving on. Moving on to more movie news. Uh, we have a new uh, movie release. Batman. Uh, none of us thought would actually come out, because I was actually just talking with uh, my friend about this. Okay. Uh, one of the great Batman movies ever, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. That is a thing, yes. Came out in 1993. Will finally be getting a Blu-ray release. Oh, that's good. Yes. This movie is great. It's by the original team that did Batman the Animated Series. Right. This was great. Yes. This is Warner Brothers basically saying, hey, you guys did so good on the TV show. We're going to give you the chance to do a movie. And this was the only movie that they did with the franchise. I remember uh, hearing good things about this thing. Yes. I hear it's quality stuff. And, um, yeah. um, Yep. A lot of people's favorite Batman is animated Batman. It is. From that era. So... That's cool. Kevin Conroy. Yep, Kevin Conroy. Mr. Batman. Uh, not only that, but this is the only Batman movie that draws on an original villain. Okay. That is not from the comic book. That's cool. Yeah. So there's a lot lot of positives in this movie that uh, you should definitely pick up and watch. You should see why people call this definitive Batman. Cool. Uh, so they announced the Blu-ray. Is this also going to be like on digital streaming channels? Uh, like on, don't know on demand about, and stuff? Don't know about digital, but it just... On Blu-ray. I wouldn't be surprised. Month. I wouldn't be surprised if they do both. Yeah. So, yeah, look for this on your whatever your digital storefront is as well, and I'm sure you'll be able to find it there. Nope. And lastly, we have sad news involving this guy. Yeah, I saw this, and I was super pissed. Yeah. Uh, so Han Solo uh, yes. is now flying solo. So, yeah, uh, um, of course, they're making a standalone Han Solo movie. Yes. Um, as one of their many Star Wars spinoffs. Yes. And we have been told before that a pair of very familiar directors, uh, directors some of that our we appreciate favorites. very much, yes, some would, of our, be, our favorites. Uh, would be directing this. And turns out, they're not. They, 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 they were. Yes. Uh, so directors Phil Lord and Chris Miller have officially exited the Han Solo movie, citing creative differences, and a new director will be announced soon, according to Kathleen Kennedy. The best thing about this is that in their little uh, statement, uh, they, they basically said, it's like, hey, we even hate the term creative, creative differences. differences. It's a cliche, but it happened for reals this time, <laughs> yeah. is basically what they were saying. I was yes. like, oh, that's nice of them to be honest, at least. They basically, yeah, they basically just said, eh, we, yeah, yeah, it's just creative differences. Yeah. We want to do one thing, they want us to do another thing. I'm wondering how much he wanted it, how much they probably were going for a comic take. Like, I wonder how much, yeah. they meant, how, how humor heavy they wanted that script to be, and maybe it was well, just. Well, here's the thing they had Alden Einrich yeah. as Han Solo, right. Don Glover in yes. the movie, and Woody Harrelson in the movie. Yeah, that's a funny bunch of people. Yeah. So, I don't so, know. So, so they're going to draw on comedy. If it's, I mean, and what, they're in the middle of shooting for that thing, right? Yes, it is currently in the middle of production. So, uh, supposedly wow. they will have a director announced sometime next week. Uh, right now, the current frontrunner, uh, according to, to some online polls, yeah. is Ron Howard. Really? Yes. That's a weird choice. It is, sounds like a weird choice. But, <laughs> here's the thing, though. Ron Howard is a producer's director. Yeah. Yeah. He's safe. Yes, he's a safe bet. Especially with the, with Kathleen Kennedy, uh, they've worked together yep. uh, before. So yeah, I think you might be right that that's an easy like like pinch hitter that they can kind of come yep. in and just finish. And, the and that's actually why they, because a lot of people don't know that when directors come in on projects like these, they're not really in control. It's all about the producers. Yeah, and what ultimately they it's where the money is coming from. Who has the final final say? Yes, unfortunately, but. But I still think that, that let's not make, have that take away from the director's influence on the movie. I, think, no. I still think it's mostly them. It's just that, yeah, ultimately when when stuff has to get done, when decisions have to get made, it's usually the producers that are making the final say. Yeah, because they're the ones with the money at stake. Here. And so in this case, it was probably something that they really, really wanted to do, and the producers were just like, eh, not the movie we want. Yep. So disappointing, but hey, that's still uh, potentially exciting uh, that they're still making the thing. And uh, it could be cool. I don't know. Eh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. All right, so that's all that we have for uh, movie news. Let's move on. Television. Television. What do we got? TV. 
Sports. 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 Uh, sports esque news. Okay, tangential sports news. Tangential sports news. We'll see. I'm going to tell you two sports stories. Okay. You tell me if they're relevant or not. Okay. First one is the fight, the big fight, the fight of the century, as they are calling it. Mayweather versus McGregor has officially been set for August 26th at the Las Vegas T-Mobile Arena. Sure, um, I guess that this is kind of relevant to television news because of one thing. Pay-per-view. Yes, and remember the last time that this happened? You mean Mayweather Pacquiao? Yeah. Where everyone paid to see them dance? So that's why this is relevant. <laughs> yes. Because it'll be really interesting to see how well this does on television. Because that last one, I think, rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And I think after that last one, I think there were a lot of people that were saying, why even bother with boxing, boxing anymore on television? Well, here's the, other, here's the other thing about this, is that guys have changed their whole life to try and beat Mayweather. Yeah. McGregor's going to train for three months to try and beat Mayweather. At his own game. I mean, also, he's from a different discipline. He's a UFC fighter. Right. So it's inter- it'll be interesting from that angle to see, like, who has the advantage. Because maybe he's just has a different mindset uh, than Mayweather does. He can't use his legs. He can't, can't kick. His, I know. He can't do the things. I'm just saying different mindset. Yeah. Like, different way of thinking about fighting. That may give him an advantage of some sort. I don't know. I don't know anything about fighting. I don't know anything about boxing. But if I know anything, it's that that last fight was super boring, and yeah, uh, this one, I don't know if it'll be any more entertaining than that. Probably not. So we'll see. Well, maybe this next uh, title card will be um, more entertaining. <laughs> okay. It is being touted as Great Gold versus Great White. Okay. Where Michael Phelps, uh-huh. yes, all-time Olympic champion Michael Phelps, yeah, that one. will race <laughs> against a shark. In the pool. <laughs> Is there a wall between them? I don't know, but uh, the winner gets. I'm not saying eat. the sharks dangerous. They're not, but according, according <laughs> to Discovery Channel, the winner gets to eat the loser. Um, that's disgusting, <laughs> and you just made that up. <laughs> Discovery Channel most definitely did not say that. That was a media vote podcast own Mike Nada saying that. Hey, um, <laughs> we do not condone uh, the, the I'm eating sorry, of sharks. Eat shark? No, shark is delicious. We do not condone eating sharks. But it is delicious if you ever get the chance to eat them. I, eat. No, uh, he is not speaking for media vote podcast. I'm not telling shark fin soup. That that's that's disgusting. I'm just talking about shark. Me, media vote podcast again. Our company line. We do not condone 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 or recommend eating shark. Thank you. Okay. So, yes, they're going to race each other. Yes. Um, yeah, that shark's going to win. Um, I hate to break it to Michael Phelps. That well, shark is going to win. Well, uh, this is in order to promote Shark Week as part of Discovery of course, Shark Week. Because Shark Week, because summer. Yep. Summer means Shark Week. Yep. So, here's a bunch of other Shark Week uh, stuff that's going to happen. Okay. You should live every week like Shark Week. Yes. Uh, other, other shows include Sharks in the City, New York. Sharks in the city. Something, something looking pretty. Okay. Sharks in the city. Yep. We yep. have a Shark Croc Showdown. Shark Croc Showdown. Okay. Devil Shark. Oh, Devil Shark. And Alien Shark Stranger Fins. <laughs> Stranger Fins. <laughs> wow. That's some choice entertainment yes. right there. When Discovery is, pulling out the big ideas. When is Shark Week? What week is that? Uh, soon. It gotta be soon. Yeah, it's a July thing. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, let's move on. Moving on. Someone's a genius. Yes. Who's a genius? Um, the people at the Apple uh, store. You know, I always put the genius bar photo yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. People at the Apple store—they're geniuses. Yes. Or at least they say they are. Wait, who's really a genius? Well, they're no Einstein. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Um, is that show genius about Einstein? Yes. Is that what we're talking yes, about? Yes, that's what we're talking about. Okay. Did that thing actually premiere? Yeah, it's actually uh, almost done on season one. Oh, okay. So, yes, uh, while the first season of Albert Einstein, uh, of Genius, on, uh, I think, National uh, Geographic. National Geographic. Yes. National Geographic. As that wraps up, uh, they're going to get season two underway. 
course. And they've announced who season two will focus on. Okay, so it'll be a different genius? Yes. Got it. They're going to do anthology gen- genius side. Uh, d- Nikola Tesla. Nope. No. Nope. Um, Alexander Graham Bell. Nope. Uh, should I just keep naming people, or you just, should you just tell me? Not an inventor. Not an inventor. Okay. It's an artist. Uh, an artist. Artiste. Uh, Picasso. Yes. Wow. Nailed it. Boom. Woo. Yeah. Took you three tries. <laughs> well, Pablo- you didn't tell me that it was a painter. You didn't ask. Fair. <laughs> anyway. Apollo Picasso will be brought to life by the same team uh, behind the scenes. Including the uh, same showrunner, Ken Biller. Okay. Uh, many other men and women were considered for the project of season two. I'm sure. Uh, but they actually used Einstein's life as a guide uh, in order to find a story subject with similar Similar, breath. yeah. Basically, how crazy of a life do they live and how big of an influence do they have? That makes sense. And so they somehow came up. They're actually the first choice was Pablo Picasso. Yeah. And then after shooting around a bunch of other ideas, they realized that, yeah, Picasso probably works best. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, however, no actors have been cast, but they will be keeping the same routine of having two people play the iconic uh, character, or the historical figure, I guess, where they'll do a, an older version and then the younger version. Uh-huh. And the producers have said that for season three, they would indeed like to do a woman. Okay, cool. Name uh, that woman. Marie Curie. That's actually the first one that came to my mind, Yeah, too. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Yep. Oh, um, Harriet Tubman, maybe? Maybe. If they go away If they from want to the, go that way. Yeah. Because that's the nice thing about that format is that the, that to be a genius could be mean all sorts of things. Yes. In all sorts of ways. So that's cool. Um, I'm glad that they're treating it kind of like an anthology series. Yeah. It's a neat idea. And I hope they keep this up uh, going through different... Uh, different historical people yeah. of significance. It's cool. Yep. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Uh, speaking of people of historical significance. As we always are. Yes. I thought you said people of historical significance. Well, he did. He, he was our president. Did it. All right. What's up with uh, Mr. Baldwin? Uh, Mr. Baldwin's about to be spit-roasted. Oh, uh, they're doing uh, Comedy Central Roast? No. No? Spike TV will be doing a special called One Night Only. What? Alec Baldwin. Okay. Where they'll be bring. It's being described as part roast and part This Is Your Life. What? That will include comedy, music, <laughs> and candid personal stories. Weird. Uh, celebrities that they have already tapped for this include Julianne Moore, Tracy Morgan, Kate McKinnon, Jane Krakowski, and Jack McBriar. Yeah. <laughs> Most of those are just from Dirty Rock. Sure. Yep. That checks out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the <laughs> taping will be in the whitest place ever, Harlem Apollo Theater, <laughs> this Sunday, June 25th. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, however, the special will not air until July 9th at 9 p.m. on Spike TV. That's weird that it's on Spike. But sure. Yeah, it feels like it should be a Comedy Central roast. No, it should be on NBC, to be honest. Uh, Oh, well, one of those, this is your life? Well, he's not Betty White age yet. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. This seems weird. I mean, I guess it's them cashing in on the fact that Alec Baldwin is hot this year. So, Yeah, he's hot stuff. Sure. I guess. Whatever. Yep. (laughs) It's a thing. It's happening. Get get used to it. All right, moving on. Fox. So, um, someone at Fox News Group okay. uh, has been watching a lot of YouTube and decides to adopt <laughs> their strategy of unskippable ads oh. as it tries to cater to its growing number of online viewers. Uh, it will debut on streaming services and then eventually on linear television. Uh, according to David, to David Levy, the Fox News Group Executive Vice President of Nonlinear Revenue. Yes, that is a title. Sure. <laughs> he said, quote. I like my revenue nonlinear. He said, quote, we're really excited to deploy this new format. It's great for on-the-go users who appreciate the succinct message for creative. Uh, uh, so it's also three parts. <laughs> it's, it's great for on-the-go users who appreciate the distinct message. Uh-huh. For creatives 
who appreciates the constraint. Okay. And for brands who value the constant results. Uh, End quote. This is so business speak. Yes. Gross. So how is this different from a normal television ad? Because you can actually fast forward if you DVR it. Uh, These will be unskippable. So so much like uh, with on demand. So they're going to basically be telling the providers that, that they have to alter the technology to make them unable to be able to fast forward through the ads? Or at least have a six second window before or after. They won't let you. Yes. Weird. Yeah. I don't like that. That's that's a scary precedent. Because the whole thing about like the on demand, like not on demand, the 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 the, the, v, the DVR DVR stuff is supposed to emulate just how it used to be, like taping of tape. Right. Where you can fast forward whatever the hell you want. But we're in a more digital age where basically everyone does that yeah, now. I know. And so yeah. advertisers feel like they're losing revenue on it because people are fast forwarding through commercials. And not watching Bud Light ads. I know. <laughs> so instead of sticking their products into the shows, which they kind of already are, right? This is their, they want they're trying to do this as well. I very much prefer the product placement to that. That's dumb. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. Product placement, Matt. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> what uh, else do we got? All right, so let's move on. Cancellations. Cancellations and renewals. Yes. So I realized that we didn't do cancellations or deaths last No, we were kind of busy last week, so we didn't cover a lot of stuff. So uh, that's okay, because there wasn't a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. But uh, we'll go through it this week. So uh, first up, we have uh, 24 Legacy. Ramily. (laughs) Canceled, canceled, canceled. Canceled. So there's no more 24. Yes. Again. Canceled after one season. Of the reboot. Uh, the reboot of the reboot. Yeah, now done. Don't forget, they had 24 One Day to Live. Yeah, that was like a movie, though. Yeah. That didn't count. Okay. So, yeah, so t- one more 24. 24 is done again. Maybe not. Fox will be exploring the possibility of continuing the 24 franchise with a different series at a later date. Oh, okay. Basically keeping the same concept of it either occurring over a set period of time. Yeah. Or... The show occurring in a real time setting. I thought you were just gonna say they're gonna like try to move it to like FX or something. You think? You think that would be an option at least, but no. maybe not. Yeah, we're like the Americans are thriving. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Not even. Not even gonna say, consider that. Weird. Yeah. Plus, uh, Luther on BBC will yeah. get a four episode fifth season. Yeah. Sure. People like that thing. Yep. Uh, congratulations, Mr. Street. <laughs> Idris Elba, yes. Mr. Street for us. Yes. Yes. Uh, we also have, uh, as mentioned on the website, or I think we mentioned this last week, Loosely Exactly Nicole, canceled after one season on MTV. Right. But returning as a Facebook exclusive show. Right. So. As we talked about on the show last week. Yeah, I think that was our one story. Or no, that was. That was, never mind, uh, that was a story on the site. That's right, yeah, you're right. Yeah, story on the site. That's where that was. Yep. Uh, we also have Bill, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bill Nye Saves the World gets a second season on Netflix. And Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt gets a fourth season on Woo! Netflix. Good for it. We still need to finish season three. Oh, yeah. Uh, we also have The Toy Box gets a second season on ABC. Okay. And, yeah, that's it. That's it for renewals. Cool. Now, for people who left us. All right. Uh, we missed a big one last week. We were kind of in a hurry. We did. But uh, we should mention him now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, great, the great, great, excellent broadcaster and announcer for the New York football giants, James Hall, has passed. Hmm. Also, uh, uh, one of their great comedians, Bill Dana. 92, uh, was on the Ed Sullivan Show yeah. and Golden Girls. We also have Stephen First, age 63, actor on Babylon 5, Animal House, and St. Elsewhere. Mm-hmm. We also have Prodigy, age 42, rapper, yeah, and one half of the hip-hop duo Mob Deep? Mob Deep. Mob Deep, uh, the other half being Havoc. Yes, that's a, that's a sad one. He was super young. 42 is young. Uh, another one, we 
hits hard for movies uh, that I've watched. John G. Alb- Alvinson. Yeah. Age 81. Director and Oscar winner of the 1977 movie Rocky. Right. Little, little movie called Rocky. Yep. He also did a little movie called The Karate Kid. Yeah. You know. That too. That too. Also Save the Tiger. But yeah. Uh, he just recently passed. Yeah. And Tony DeSico, age 68, former soccer player, but most notably has the coach for the 1999 FIFA Women's World Cup team oh. and the 1996 Women's National Soccer Team gold medal winners. Oh, okay. And then, of course, um, Batman died. Adam West, 88, Batman, no longer with us. Uh, They actually, in L.A., had a memorial for him where they built a bat signal and shined it uh, outside of City Hall for him. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a sad one because uh, beyond Batman, he also did a lot of voice acting. Yep. And a couple of different cartoons, most notably probably uh, Family Guy. Yes, he was Mayor West um, on Family Guy. But also kind of he was he was reliable for like guest spots on TV shows and yep. uh, he, yeah he he kind of popped up everywhere in the last couple decades and people really really loved him. He's a really endearing guy, and yeah, he'll certainly be missed. All right, so let's move on to video games. Video games now shouldn't be too hectic this week because, well, video games happened last week and they're done. Ah, that's what bit. you think. However, however, little things probably do spill out in post E three madness. Yes, little things and big news as Rocket League will be coming to a TV near you. Yes, I saw this. I know it was announced today, this morning. Yeah. Uh, NBC Sports Group announced it will be getting into the esports with, quote, as they quote it, first ever 2v2 International Rocket League tournament using the Faceit gaming platform. The regionals will be live streamed on the NBC Sports app August 5th through the 6th and August 12th through the 13th. And, and, and then the grand finals will be on August 26th and 27th. On NBC Sports Network. That's cool. Yep. I uh, think uh, Rocket 16... League is interesting because that's that actually seems like that'd be kind of fun to watch. Also, that game requires a lot of skill. Yeah. I bet people are super good at that thing. Yes. I bet there are a bunch of teams that we can uh, get behind. A bunch of duos. Thank you, tell Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's play for the Polish team. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, that's cool that they're doing that. Yep. Uh, yep, you can watch it if you're here in the States. You can watch it on NBCSN. Or, if you have to be abroad and live in the UK, Germany, Australia, uh-huh. not that broad. Uh, or abroad. Latin American A-B-R-O-A-D. countries. Yes, however you want to look at her. Um, you can at least also <laughs> simulcast it on Sci-Fi. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Because they were on NBC. Sure. And apparently NBC Sports Network is only an American thing. That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be anywhere else? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. Moving on. Anything any else for video games? Well, yeah. We got, I got full full story here. Okay. What else we got? Call of Duty World War Two. Still a game. Still a game. Still coming out. Um, and it's... we got some more news about it. As yeah. uh, the um, one of the co. Director or co-founders of Sledgehammer Games, yeah. Michael Caudry, uh, was interviewed and asked about the Nazi symbol in World War Two. Oh yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, "World War Two, uh, Call of Duty World War Two will have t- swastika symbols in the game, but only in the story mode. It won't be available in multiplayer or zombie mode. Uh, the symbol will only be used when pertinent to the story." And nothing else, as they realized the weight and meaning of the symbol to many people. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the video game podcasts I listened to on, uh, I believe that was Waypoint. I think Oscar Walker over at Waypoint was talking about this as he had noticed that very quickly in the trailers that yeah, they had shown in the that there were no swastikas, and so he made that a point to ask when he saw the game personally. 
so yeah, uh, it's an interesting thing because it's like you have an interesting contrast with Wolfenstein, which yep. is very, very obvious with the uh, Nazi symbolism. symbolism and iconography, to have a game that's literally set in actual World War II not do it. Yep. was kind of worrying at first. <laughs> it's like, wait, you guys... You, you, you kind of want to do this. You, I mean, they're you, Nazis. You, you they're straight up Nazis. You can't ignore it. They're not pretend Nazis. They're actual Nazis. But yeah, well, so they're, they're, they're video game Nazis. I'm glad he, he clarified because, I mean, this is another uh, kind of thing that they've always done in Call of Duty. Like, more recent, most, most recently, you remember in the, like, the, the modern warfare ones, yes. it was always, it was never freaking Al-Qaeda that you played as right. in the multiplayer. It was always Op 4, Oppositional Force. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not the first time that they kind of whitewashed multiplayer modes of any imagery that they made me don't want. But they have to do it for the campaign. Yep. They could not do it for the campaign. So, yeah, I'm glad he clarified. Yep. But uh, there is actually some good news for multiplayer. Okay. As you will have the chance to customize your character. Yes. And a variety of nationalities and gender. Right. Nationalities and gender for uh, a war that was mostly fought by white dudes. Yep. So that's cool, I guess. Not historically accurate, but who cares? Well, that's awesome. Who cares when you're going to be in first person mode, anyways? I mean, that's And shooting the other dude, no matter what they look that like. Is, that is the other <laughs> side of it, for sure. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, what else? We got it. You're twitching. Twitch. Stop, stop twitching and talk about Twitch. All right. So, uh, Blizzard announced a two year deal with Twitch. Okay. Uh, where the video streaming platform will receive exclusive third party streaming rights to tournaments. Like sure. Heroes of the Storm, Global Championship, and Overwatch Apex League. So take that, YouTube. Yep, basically. Pretty much. <laughs> Which is weird because uh, Activision owns right. uh, Blizzard, Blizzard, which has their own Battle.net, which is streaming on Twitch. So they're kind of like the middleman for the two big guys. <laughs> In a way. Yeah. Uh, Twitch will broadcast Blizzard tournament for the next two years, or you know you can just watch it on Blizzard's website as you always can. That's always an option. Yep. Uh, Blizzard is also implementing Twitch Prime bonuses for their games as part of this deal, so you can receive golden Overwatch loot boxes with a guaranteed legendary item. Guaranteed. Yes, and not only that, but you'll get randomly ten of these things. Uh, ten of these golden loot boxes between now and October. Okay. It's good to know. Yep. They'll randomly drop for you, but yeah, just log in every day and you'll eventually get one of ten or get all ten. And that brings us to our final story. Dad of War. Tell me about this good father and his, and his uh, struggle with being a dad. So because we had E3 last last week a lot of people started talking to a bunch of the developers yeah as they do as you do it as you do and <laughs> they got some more uh, story leaks well not necessarily leaks but more uh reveals but more reveals yeah as uh one of the people one people revealed that the upcoming title will essentially be one long take yeah which, aka a video game <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. There's going to be no cutaway shots in this game. I mean, that's not that hard when you think about it. No. I mean, you can do it in video games. You know what else is a, is a game that's an only one take? Half-Life 2. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of games are that way. <laughs> Just a reminder. Video games turned out that's more common than you think. Yeah. But yes, I, I see why they would be saying that. Is to be like, because they're trying to get away from the God of War is all about quick time cutscenes. Well, that's it. Right. They're not, not going to do any more of these quick time scenes right. that they're known for. Right. Because they're no longer relevant. <laughs> yeah. Or they're not, not necessarily relevant. They're no longer pertinent as a device. Yeah, they're device. No, no longer necessary, especially yep. with the power of a PS4 Pro. Yep. So. Uh, this is due to the way games have actually changed since the original release. Yes. Uh, when the original God of War came out, games were all about being large scale, and open sandbox, and being violent and action-packed and Big, over-the-top games. And to a certain extent, they still are, but also but the, but the stories th become more important. Yeah, because you, now you have games like The Last of Us and Horizon Zero Dawn, right. where it's more story-central yeah. based. 
Especially that's the way the Sony's going right now. Yes. Uh, so it's become more of a character driven, and that's the way this new, and that's the way they want you to experience this new. Well, cool. I mean that. I mean all this stuff is pretty much uh, leading up to the. I think this may be the first time I play God of War. Oh, I have really? actually never touched a God of War game. They're so good. Because I didn't have PlayStations for a while. Yeah. Uh, but also, but yeah. So, but, but this one, they're Dude, they're talking you should buy the HD clash. enough. They're, they're I so mean, good. maybe, but yeah. I mean, that they're they're, they're they're talking about this one positive in a in a way that I can appreciate. Yes. So actually, my coworkers uh, have a bet that it, that it will not uh, God of War will not come out within one year's time from E three to E three. You think? I say I say no. no. It's gonna be a but, March release. Yeah, that thing's out in March. That's what I said. Yeah. I don't know what they're talking about. Well, well, well he's betting that it's going to be delayed, just like every other major complaint release. Maybe, maybe but also that thing looks done. <coughs> or, I mean, it looks almost done. Yep. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was actually out next year, early. But we'll see. Well, at, at, well, end of the fiscal year is in, in March. Yeah, that's true. So that's why I keep saying March. Probably March. Yeah. Cool. Anything else for video games? No, let's move right into the music industry. Music, and that means uh, your billboard. But and we have a review, right? right here. We have any music to review, right? I mean, or we video do. games? Uh, no video games to review. I don't think we've played anything new. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so let's move into music and the billboard charts. Yes. Your Hot 100, that's singles. Your number one song Ooh, in the right? country is still Despacito. Uh. Uh, the Doritos. Ah, uh, Mamacito. Uh, then, uh, so yeah, that's uh, Daddy Yankee, Luis Fonzi, Justin Bieber. The Beavs. Number two. Uh, moving back up to number two this week. I'm the one, DJ Khaled, which I actually heard for the first time uh, this week. It's all right. Okay. It's catchy. Uh, and, so, 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 and DJ Khaled says another one. So that's not another yeah. one. That's another two. It's Yes, it's another two. Uh, number three, That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. Number four, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Number five, Humble by Kendrick Lamar. If that sounds familiar, it's because, man... We are stagnant in the top five yep. singles lately. Your album chart, however, we have a new number one album. Number one debuting this week on the chart is Witness by Katy Perry. Ooh, she gets number one. Number one's number one album. I think that's her third in, third in a row. We're going to get to talk about Katy Perry a little bit later. I'm sure we will. Number two, Damn. 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 Number three, debuting at number three this week. Control, that's C-T-R-L, like it's written on a yes, uh, keyboard, by SZA, who's okay. a female rapper. Oh, okay. Uh, Heartbreak by Lady Antebellum, cracks hey. in the top five and number four, and number five is More Life by Drake. You mean more, more number ones by Drake? Which means that uh, kicks out uh, Divide by Ed Sheeran. Hey! And it, out, and it is number six. Your Moana Watch. No, 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 no Moana Watch. Moana Watch, I'm 20. scrolling, scrolling, I'm scrolling. down the 20s. Scrolling. I'm scrolling. Down the 20s. Oh, man. 30s? Ah. Uh, unless I skipped it. You must have skipped it. There's no way you dropped down to 40. There's no way, right? Yeah, you must have skipped it. Okay, whatever. We're yeah. gonna, <laughs> Moana Watch is over. Yeah, Moana Watch is over. You got too low. Uh, new releases. New releases. Yep. Uh, first up is Matt. What? Oh, sorry. Yes. 311. Oh, oh. With the new uh, album Mosaic. We have Algiers. Or Aglers. Algiers? The Alglers. <laughs> with the underside of power. Gross. Banditos with vision land. Okay. No, no, no. Not, not those bad banditos. Oh. Huh. Just banditos. Just banditos. Uh, with the, that, uh, speaking of DJ Khaled, the DJ Khaled album drops. Grateful. Okay. We also have Imagine Dragons with Evolve. All right. Jeff Tweedy, Together at Last. Okay. Uh, a great band name. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yes, I've heard of this. Murder of the Universe. Okay. Uh, Laurel Halo with Dust. And White Noise with AMPM. <laughs> That's too much good stuff. <laughs> you had to. I had to. Yeah, it's that, that weird snack That's really the only reason I put them on here, because so I can make that too much good stuff. Too much good stuff. So yeah, uh, that's a kind of a weak week, actually. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what do you have in the music news then? Well, that I sounds. Have a segue there. Well, that, that sounds like weak because all the good stuff's coming up. Okay. So that's just a bunch of album arts because yeah. Fingers for Pants announced a new album's coming out. All right, who do we got? Uh, first up. We have a new album from the Foo Fighters. We sure do. Uh, called Concrete and Gold, due out in September. Yeah. 
We also have uh, Queens of the Stone Age yes. as their new album, Villains, uh, being produced by Mark Ronson, right. coming out. And we also have The Killers announced their new album, Wonderful, Wonderful, being produced by Garrett Jackknife Lee of R.A.M., Weezer, and Silver Sun Pickups. Cool. Um, we also, uh, and one more, Yeah. The Toadies. Okay. Not their new album, The Lower Side of Uptown. Oh, okay. Uh, real brief while we're talking about album confirmations. Yes. We already knew this one was happening, but now we know what it's called. That LCD sound system uh, oh, yes. uh, album will be called American Dream. Okay, uh, that to is go official. With one of the singles that was already released. All right. So yes. Oh, and apparently the, uh, lead si- the the LCD James says, Murphy. Yes. Miss Mr. James Murphy. Yes, he uh, went on Facebook and said that he's now on a personal war with uh, Tickerbots. Uh, yes. Yes, he is joining the cause. Yes. Him and, and Chance the Rapper. Yep. Uh, he will be buying up any tickets that look like they were sufficiently picked up by bots and selling them himself. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. Um, and he also said that you shouldn't pay overpriced tickets to see us. Yeah. Because we're not going anywhere. This is not our last tour. Right. Contrary to that last time that we said it was our last tour. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, contrary to what you said, we're still going to tour, so don't pay outrageous prices. That guy's weird. I'm currently reading a book (laughs) um, that involves him as a major player, and man, James Murphy's a weird guy. Is it that that weird 2000s New York scene? Uh, Meet Me in the Bathroom um, by uh, uh, Lizzie Kaplan. I don't remember her last name. Lizzie Lizzie Goodman. Lizzie Goodman. Uh, Yes, it's a chronological... Uh, oral history of uh, New York music scene from 2001 to 2011. Fascinating. I recommend it if you like music. Currently about a little over halfway. Uh, we just met the Killers. Oh. Yes. And, from and, Las Vegas. Yes. And talk about uh, Brandon Flowers. Uh, <laughs> the rest of the rest of his band and his friends were would always like be like taking drugs and drinking and stuff. And Brandon Flowers, good foreman boy he is, would maybe have a beer. And so one of the one of the, the one of the people was talking about she used to work for uh, work for Spin magazine, and she did a piece where she described him as a quote fallen Mormon unquote <laughs> because he had a beer, and and he apparently had said at the time. No, why'd you write that? My my mom can't read this. <laughs> it's great, fantastic. Anyways, so for more uh, wonderful things uh, like that, uh, pick up that book. It's good. <laughs> where what's it called? Uh, it's called Meet Me in the Bathroom. Shade. Yes. It's named after a song off of the second Strokes album. Okay. So. Anyways. So, I think so I thought it was based off of Smoking in the Book. Boys no, no, no. Uh, Meet Me in the Bathroom is a name of, of a Strokes song off of Room on Fire. Okay. So let's talk about <laughs> Katy Perry then. Your number Anyways. one album uh, artist. <laughs> let's talk about Katy Perry. Well, do we have to talk about Katy Perry? Well, she's talking about herself. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, she said uh, in an interview with the New York Times that Katie claims that all award shows are fake. Uh-huh. And all the awards that she has ever won have been fake. Okay. Uh, granted, the award shows uh, that she's talking about include the MTV Music Video Awards. Yeah. The Billboard Music Awards. Yeah. The People's Choice Awards. And the American Music Awards. Yeah, may I remind Katie she has not won a Grammy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This seems like sour grapes to me. Sounds like it. <laughs> uh, she even went on record uh, saying that her new look is to get away from the old Katie uh-huh. and basically reinvent her image. Well, it's not going to work. <laughs> I can tell her that. It's already not working. It's in the process of not working as I speak. Yep. So, sorry, Katie. Just, just, just like her husband. Maybe next time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, sorry, for ex-husband. Former husband. Former husband. Yeah, yeah they broke up. Yeah, that's not a thing anymore. Anyway, uh, we're going to wrap it up with this before you get to the Lord album. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it briefly, but yeah. yeah. What's the last news story? That looks like my girl Carly. It's your girl Carly. Hi, Carly Rae Jepsen. What's up with her? Uh, well, she reworked her entire album. Uh-huh. Uh, Emotion, from a pop soundtrack to a symfo- symphonic sounds. Has she played a sold-out show at the Roy Thompson Hall in Toronto? Cool. Uh, where she was backed by the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. Uh, Jepsen performed her entire album 
in its entirety for the first time in Canada, as our original tour didn't include stop in our right. country. Uh, and this idea actually came from last year's Polaris Prize Gala, yes. where she did a performance uh, of a, a pared-down version of her song, Your Pipe. Huh, cool. And she liked it so much, she decided to do her entire album like it. That's awesome. Uh, and she, we actually began shooting around the idea of mixing pop music with symphony, and maybe, hopefully, maybe this will be more of a thing that we'll see. Where the people take pop songs and make them ballad-ish? I would be really interested. Or rock to, operas. Yeah, I would be really interested to hear that. Hear what that sounds like. Because yeah. that sounds cool. The, those songs would probably lend themselves. She's a very melodic writer. And while so, yeah, she, while, she, while she did mention that some songs just did not work, <laughs> other songs like Boy Problems would work really well. worked really well. Yeah, I bet. That's fun. Yeah. I bet so, that new one, uh, Cut to the Feeling, would also work very well. Well... Let's get a time machine and a ticket to go see it. Uh, maybe, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we dream, can't we? You can dream. Okay. You can dream all you want about I, it. I really can. This is true. Uh, what else? Anything else for news? Oh, no, no, that's news? it. It's just like... Okay, uh, well, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, as, Lord! As you alluded to, I listened to that Lord album. Um, there's a uh, thoughts up on the site, mediabookpodcast.com, if you want to see my full thoughts. Um, my short thoughts is that I liked it, and it sounds like Lord. Um, it's probably the best pop album of the year so far. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's real quality stuff. I was initially kind of worried because I only liked two out of three of the singles she had put out. Uh, you didn't like Greenlight? No, I liked Greenlight, um, and uh, I, I, I appreciated Liability. Uh, the one I didn't like is the one she did at uh, Coachella, um, uh, Homemade Dynamite. Okay. But in the context of the album, it works. And that's the interesting thing about the album is very much an album. Like there will be singles from it, mm-hmm. but I think that her approach here is very much of the of that of the concept album. Uh, one person kind of likened it, speaking of, to uh, Carly Rae Jepsen's Emotion, but with a through line, as if Emotion was actually telling a story. Okay. So yes, there is actually a an arc um, for this album. It is very much like. Kind of tr- like the journey of a house party, like from the beginning of the which is what she party to the right home, said. which she had said what it is. She does a really good job of communicating that. Like I said, there are more more of my thoughts are on the site. Check it out for my full thoughts about it. But yeah, I enjoyed it, um, and yeah, you should check it out if you ha- liked anything of hers in the past, or if you just want to hear a good pop album because it's 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 quality stuff. So Lord is no longer a one hit wonder. No, definitely not. Uh, I think this establishes her as um, as she can not only put a, sing- a good singles record, because that's the thing that Pure Heroin was, it was a good singles record. Mm-hmm. This proves that she can make an album and make a statement. And okay. I think that that's what she needed to do here, and she did it. Which is the complete opposite of what Katy Perry did yep. last week. So there you go. <laughs> in, uh, in this round, round one goes to Lord. <laughs> well, I thought, thought this round goes to uh, Taylor Swift as... Well, she not, has all yeah. her songs back out on streaming. Well, who knows? But apparently that didn't hurt it too much because Witness was still number one. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, Taylor. Better luck next time. It didn't work out the way you wanted. Nope. And that's, yeah, that's all I got. Yep. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, that, uh, if you want to check out more stuff, we have a website you can check out. Hey, check out MediaBoatPodcast.com. There's at least one or more stories going up on that website every day with a new feature that's the goal at least a new feature up at least by around 6 or 7 p.m every night yep uh, the original schedule was to move day ahead of time that is impossible so i have to rethink this and they're just going to go up whenever they go up so yes. until we have some sort of better pipeline aka until i don't have a day job anymore it'll be a little delayed you but want a night job? <laughs> until i get a night job no uh, they don't, don't quit your day job Matt. not yet get a night job no, um, I might not have to. They might kick me out. Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, that's uh, that's where we have all our stories, our news, our features, our box office numbers, our uh, and our thoughts about the newest releases and new releases calendar as well. See all that on MediaBoatPodcast.com. I repeat, MediaBoatPodcast.com. Also, if you like what we do and you want to see more and you want to support us, Financially, check out Patreon.com. Patreon just launched a new version of their site. There's 
a lot of fancy things you can do now. You can stream, do exclusive streams to your patrons now Ooh. and stuff like that. There are a lot of cool bells and whistles, but we can't take advantage of any of that until we get patrons. So if you want, if you can, please do donate anything. Um, you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us out. Please do go to patreon.com slash mediaboat to find us there and donate. You can also donate us to donate to us directly on the site itself. Check out the donate button on the very very bottom of the homepage. You can also find us on twitter.com mediaboatcast and facebook.com mediaboatpodcast. Search us, Google us, iTunes, and you can find our audio version of the podcast there. And of course, thank you to Podbean who hosts us. Uh, and you can find us there as well. So yeah, yes, and thank you for taking our money and, and yes. taking our our voices and broadcasting them to the world wide web. And of course, YouTube.com channel is Media Boat Podcast. Find us here for this very yep. stream. Share this here. stream. Uh, get other people to watch us. Tell your friends. We're, we're, we go live every Wednesday at, at or around 8, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, we only do this for like an hour, hour and a half. It's Subscribe not that long. to our channel so that yeah. we know when we're watch live. Us. That's even better. Yeah. Watch all of our, our pre-shows and other stuff. So yeah, as for, for now, uh, catch us next week. We'll be back on next one, Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Yep. Keep eyes peeled on the website and Twitter. We will be posting news as it happens. All right. And with that, we're going to wrap this up. Okay. And you take an antacid. Peace. Oh.